Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Just tag it on the Saints. Another false start penalty. I mean, why not? Welcome back to the, welcome in to the point after here. We sound like we're clubbing, but the Saints are in the tub. They got shut out by the San Francisco 49ers. Now, Bobby, I'm not going to delay your your time whatsoever. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to get shut out. I mean, you, you would think, you know, whether you're getting a field goal or something. I mean, don't you have to score to win? You know, yeah, kind of. I, I think if you have uh, zero I think points, the rules. No, then you could say, look, if they don't score, we can't lose. Uh, you know, and then it could be zero zero forever. I don't know. It was so frustrating. I'm playing soccer here. No, I, I, no, yeah, you, you don't have a draw, right? Uh, yeah, you, you know, well, you could have a draw because um, this isn't survive the group of eight. Because no, you, no, you, no, what happened in the uh, the, the Browns? Whatever. What happened with the Browns and, and and Tampa Bay? They were tied to in overtime, so it's not like sudden death, like you're gonna have. In, uh, in the postseason. But anyway, it was an uh, embarrassing performance. Uh, did the Saints want to win? Uh, they didn't play like they wanted to win. Uh, you have to make plays. I mean, you got to make plays. Your playmakers have to make plays. Isn't Alvin Kamara, I mean, if he wants to get in front of the team and talk, uh, well, you can't be the liability uh, maybe why you're not winning a big game. Come on, two fumbles? Uh, I'm going to just start with that. I mean, again, you might say, well, we got to flush this and move on. But we need it to be plus two, not minus two in this game. We're a minus two in the turnover margin. Now we minus 14 for the season. Flush it? Hold on. Yeah. We need the plunger because the toilet's backed up. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's definitely uh, backed up, Christian, I believe. And, and it's like, uh, listen, and I'm not even going to say, Deuce might say, uh, well, you know, going forward, you know, I don't want to be negative. Can we be even? No, we need to be on the damn plus side. And we get an interception or a positive play. No, eh, it don't count a penalty. I mean, it's just, I don't know. We just, seems like uh, we snake bit. Uh, uh, just looking at, uh, like, a, a, again, when you say uh, the Saints, it's not the same old Saints. Because, you know, the Saints had the longest active NFL streak uh, without being shut out, it was 332 games. You're basically talking about the beginning of the 21st century. And, but the one thing, uh, the 49ers, a Saints fan really cannot talk smack to a 49ers fan. Old school, new school, 
whenever, and especially even out there. I mean, other teams we could talk smack to. Smack to. But you know what our record um, in San Francisco? We've now won 11 t- times. We've had 24 losses and two ties. Yeah. So it's not even a 50-50 proposition. Now, I knew the 49ers defense was good, but I didn't know they were that damn good. I mean, we made them uh, better than what they really were, I think. Now, uh, I don't know. Again, this is something to put a feather in your cap, the modern-day NFL. They have not allowed now a single point the last six quarters. That's a game and a half. And four straight shutouts in the second half. Yeah, four straight shutouts second half. They're not allowed a point uh, now for six quarters straight. Uh, Look, uh, they had the number one uh, run defense. Uh, We we all knew that. They were giving up uh, 81 yards a game. And uh, what did we end up getting? Um, We got 63. So we, we, we couldn't even get uh, what they were giving up. That was number one. Uh, they were giving up a 3.4-yard average. Uh, we got 2.9. So there's nothing. A scoring defense, uh, you know, they were top five. They were giving up like 17.3 points a game, which you should win every game. And by the way, you only give up 13 points. Shame on the Saints offense. You should never lose. I'd say if you gave up 13 points or in the teens, you should have a double-digit uh, winning record. They're lucky to be in this game 13-0, being minus two against this offense. That's how good the defense played. Yeah, and, and then, uh, Christian, the one thing that, um, that you know, the, the 49ers are not very good on third-down defense or, or red zone trips. You know, they, they were 23rd in the league, uh, but uh, we end up on third down. Uh, we were – not good. Our defense was very good. We only gave up uh, 38%, but we only converted 36%. Uh, goal to goal, that means, you, you know, right, you knock it on the door, uh, obviously zero for two. Uh, uh, they were 20, 22 uh, ranked in the league, so they were giving up touchdowns when teams uh, got in the red zone. I thought defense overall, like I said, played at a high level, and looking at that scoring defense, uh, you should win. Uh, really. Uh, Bobby, were you ever shut out? No, I don't think I ever been shut out in my life. I'm serious. At least scored like I don't know six points or, right. or something. No, I even remember a game. We were playing the Rams in Anaheim, and Jeff George was might have been 1995 was was messing it up, and we we're losing five nothing. It was five to zero, <laughs> and it's uh, in the middle, like towards the end of the quarter. June Jones said, "Go in there, Abert, do something." And we drove down, got a touchdown. I made a two-point play. I hit it like Ricky Sanders. We won eight to five. Huh, how many times you win like eight to five? But no, that's what I'm saying. It's hard to get shut out. Bobby, if I had told you the Saints' final three possessions were 12 plays, 12 plays, and nine plays, what would you have said to that? Well, we're scoring. Well, well you, you have to score. But when you have those, nothing to show for it. I know. You have those long, sustained drives. That's when, when you told me that. I was going to like uh, two 12-play drives. Anytime a double-digit drive, you got to get points. Unless you're going all the way down there and you're not converting on a fourth down or, or you're getting a turnover. But, I mean, you should score. No, if you just told me that, uh, I, I think you would end up uh, scoring. I thought, again, penalties, I don't know, these officials, Christian, end up calling like 13 penalties. I read they'd be in single digits for both teams. I thought at times they were way too involved. Uh, I remember I was looking at you, I go, uh, three straight plays, they caught a penalty. I said, Chris, they're going to call a penalty again on this play? Yeah. You know, uh, four straight penalties? The Saints' uh, final possession on that, that turned over on downs, they missed Joey Bosa jumping off sides early. Yes, you see. Okay, now that you got to get right. 
He jumped offside. You got to get that right, and you, you can't miss that. When Andy Dalton got sacked, that was a fourth down. Yeah. You know, whether you can score or not. And I, I don't know. Your playmakers got to make plays. Um, we got to catch the ball. I mean, uh, we got to make plays. Your playmakers got to make plays, and they all spread it around. You know, Calvin Kamara having uh, two fumbles. Chris Olave, that's important. Uh, momentum uh, change at the beginning. You got to catch it. Uh, looking at uh, Johnson. Okay, we've been bragging on the tight end. He had two targets, zero catches. Hit him in the face mask, catch it. Taysom Hill, hit you in the face mask, catch it. Oh, uh, uh, let's put Jameis Winston in there. Oh, he might hit him in the face mask and they won't catch it. So it's like, so you got to make player plays as a receiver when given those opportunities. And this is not a winning formula considering they uh, players we rely on heavily to get things done. Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill had um, 70 yards combined. Yeah, now, we want uh, Taysom Hill by himself to have 70, 75 yards. And uh, Alvin to hit that century mark or above. But they had 70 total yards combined. Um, it, it was nothing to write home about. It was like it was so disappointing and discouraging that I thought our defense was hanging in there tough. And uh, I was like, well, as long as you did one score, you know, uh, well, anything can happen. You know, it's not like you're losing by three or four touchdowns and you got to really turn things around. You know, I thought, and you brought up Caden Ellis, he continues to be a tackling machine, 12 unassisted tackles, 14 combined. I thought Shy Tuttle uh, came in, had an active game, five total tackles. He had a sack, quarterback hurry, tackle for loss. Zach Bond. I thought Zach Bond uh, flashed uh, a few times in there, uh, making plays. Uh, I mean, uh, Marcus May. I mean, I mean, he was in there maybe a handful of plays, but uh, he has not been a difference maker as far this year. Uh, I think Tyron Matthew. I mean, when if he was younger, he intercepts that ball where he leaves bats it down, and they don't. That's the only touchdown yeah. they made. So just flukish type game, flukish type plays. Uh, we cannot take advantage. Uh, think about what happened in the NFC South. Uh, uh, also, okay. Falcons lost. Falcons lost. Bucks lost. Bucks lost. Panthers won. Panthers don't matter. But I'm thinking right now, like because the Falcons and Tampa Bay losing. That here's a great opportunity. Now, now Christian, the Panthers matter because you're now in last place. Well, the the, the thing is, we, we got to beat them still head to head. I'm telling you, uh, it's good night, Irene. Christian, it's almost good night, Irene. Uh, since we didn't beat the 49ers and how poorly we played. But it's really good night, Irene, if we don't beat the Bucks on Monday Night Football because it's two for one. It's an NFC South game. I can tell you right now, just to close out the season, uh, we, now it's almost, hey, you got to run the table. Well, for sure you got to beat because we slipped up. Uh, you, you, you got, you're going to have to beat Tampa Bay. Slipped up. You got to beat. Crashed. Well, well crashed and burned. Uh, but not we, we still can maybe put out the fire. I mean, it, we almost we we, we don't we yeah. almost uh, we almost Chris. We okay, can, you know it's like that, that person who fell off the cruise ship. You know he didn't give up. Treading water. He for kept a while. treading like for, what fifteen hours, and they finally found him. Yeah. Well, we, well we're treading water. You can't give up. So okay. uh, you got to beat Tampa Bay, and then we all know you got to beat Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and Carolina, and then we would uh, we'd have to upset the Eagles on on New Year's Day. Now, I don't know anything can happen. Look, we were. Listen, I'm telling you, if you minus two, you're not winning Jack. I don't care who you're playing. You need to be plus two. And, and that's been one of the most disappointing things to show you how bad things have gone. I don't know. Uh, it, it, I thought Will Lutz, Lutz was out of his funk. And then so e too. even then when you need that field goal, you, you got to count those points. 
And I think Blake Gilligan's still kicking at a high rate. He had two kicks inside the 20. He averaged 46 yards of a punt. He had a long punt of 57. But, Christian, way too many uh, uh, players that we're counting on not making plays. And uh, we kind of spoiled. We were used to our, our top just players not making, making plays, plays, making mistakes, Bobby. Well, yeah, but making mistakes. But I mean, okay, no, just I mean making plays. I'm talking about uh, you don't have to do nothing uh, miraculous. How about just catch the ball? Right. Just, just catch it. You know, just catch it. You could just fall down. You just know catch it. We didn't see this type of game this year, but it seems like almost every week it's the same movie over and over. No, it's like and a over nightmare. Again. Yeah, no. And you like, want to walk out on it because no. you've already seen it. The Saints lose games this year in a variety of ways. They're creating new ways to lose games. Well, we're on the edge of the cliff, and I'm I'm barely holding on. But you can't – Christian, I'm telling you, Monday night against Tampa, that's going to be critical. Whether, you know, they throw you a bone or not. Oh, well, look, it ain't, you know, over. But but I'm telling you, when when you think about this, that, you know, it's frustrating because we're used to going on winning streaks. We have not won back-to-back games this year. Well, I would thought at least we'd have won like two in a row – and then, uh, you know, how you close out the half to have some momentum. We've allowed now 50 points in the final uh, uh, two minutes this season. Now, that's not good by the defense. What does Sean Payton always talk about? Situational football, going into the locker room and, coming and, out. And then coming out. Yeah, going into halftime and coming out at halftime. No, that, that, we've given up. We allowed 50 points in the final two minutes this season. All right, it's the point after your calls are next here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. It's the point after Saints get shut out by the San Francisco 49ers. The last two shutouts the Saints have been dealt have been by the 49ers back in 2001 and here in 2022. It's 21 years since it happened to the Saints. Right to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines, Jimmy and Gretna. What's going on, Jimmy? You're on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up, hey, Jimmy? look, Bobby made a good Bobby made a good point about that guy treading water for 15 hours outside <laughs> Southwest Pass. Right. That guy's got persistence, man. Hey, Bobby, sign him up, man. <laughs> I, uh, I know that that's a guy, that, that, that's a lot of heart right there. That's wanting to live and survive. So hopefully the Saints have a little bit of heart left because uh, Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, it was so discouraging this <laughs> loss. But until I see them lose one more uh, NFC South game, well, now they lo- they can't even lose to the Browns or Eagles. Now, now we just got to run the table. I'll and, pick them to win December 11th. Oh uh, yeah, Christian got us winning the bye. Uh, so, so Jimmy, yeah, we, we should win that. But but uh, no, hey, uh, uh, Jimmy, I'm even saying even if we'd have beat San Francisco, <laughs> to kind of you know we still need to beat. Uh, we, even if we'd have beat the 49ers, I said this in the pregame, we got to beat Tampa Bay next Monday night. Because it's like a two-for-one. What are you going to do in your division? Yeah, look, let me just say this. Uh, For all the haters, look, I I think Dennis Allen, considering what what, what my take on Gail Benson is, I know a lot of people want Dennis Allen gone in one year. I definitely see him getting at least two years here. Today was not about Dennis Allen. Today was not about Dennis Allen. Like you said, Bobby, I think, Christian, you agree. It's a lack of execution. Balls are hitting people in the face mask. The ball was there. Andy Dalton's a 35-year-old player on the back end of his career. Is he doing well for a 35-year-old? Looking at the stat line, yes. Are you expecting him to run a 4-3 out of the pocket? No, he's 35. I mean, we're probably going to run a a first-round pick. But, Jimmy, think about this. Jimmy, I knew uh, Uh when when I looked at this and I saw this, Christian, I was talking about this. When Andy Dalton was the leading rusher. Now, I know the 49ers (laughs) got a good defense. You know, they're number one against yeah. the run. They're number one overall. 
And Andy Dalton ended up averaging 5.3, like Kamara, 1.9, even Taysom, 2.2. No, I mean, they're good, but they're not that good. I mean, uh, when Dalton well, I mean, was the leading look, rusher, come on, Andy Dalton's not even trying to run and he was the leading rusher. Look, listen, look, on, I said it at the beginning of the year, Christian and Bobby, on paper we had a great team. A lot of things have transpired. Penning was out most of the year. Michael Thomas has been a scratch all year. Jameis Winston, QB1, hasn't worked out. I will say this, Caden Ellis has been a great surprise. I think next year when Pete Werner's back, we're going to have a great trio there with Ellis, uh, Werner, and, uh, you know, Davis. And then, of course, Chris Olave has been playing lights out. He's like our lead wide receiver, obviously. Might win the uh, rookie of the year. I don't know, but he's been, he's led he's led the team. As far as the offense is concerned, look. Come yeah, okay, here. okay, Bobby. J- J- Jimmy, hold, hold your point. Hold, hold your point about Chris uh-huh. Olave. Okay, hold your point about Chris Olave. Okay. All right. Chris Olave might end up winning rookie of the year. Is he as reliable as Marcus Colson? I can name a handful of receivers that are, are that have played with the Saints way better than Chris Olave. Chris Olave, there was two big catches, okay? He didn't finish the catch, and he didn't make one contested uh, catch. Okay, you might say, well, okay, if we didn't have to give up all we had to give up to get him in the first round, then it's different. Chris, what we, we were talking about, that? what did we give up for Chris Olave? Give up a first-round pick next year, 2023. Uh, could be the Eagles pick uh, uh, in the top five. How about uh, that? Uh, so uh, no, that wasn't worth it. So, so when you look at uh, what, hear, what, what, what we gave up, now I'm not telling you, Chris Olave is very good. I just don't think he's like elite right now because I don't see him making enough contested. I call elite like Justin Jefferson, uh, uh, when Jamar you, Chase, Jamar Chase, uh, um, the, the guy uh, Stephon Diggs. You know, I can I can name a handful. That's what I call like elite. I I, I think Chris Olave is very good, but uh, to me, I I, I see he catches the, the ball with his body too much. He, I don't see him going up and, and really making those contested catches. And I think he's very good. I think he got speed, you know, to to, to blow the top off the defense. But but Jimmy, another thing too, and all all the Houdan Nation. I mean, if, if you're giving the team pep talks, I'm not saying you're going to play perfect. But all you better I'm, not fumble it twice. Uh, you right, fumble right, it twice. right. You, you cannot all of a sudden lay an egg when you're trying to set the tone in the game. Now, you might say, well, it, it is. Uh, uh, not something that Alvin Kamara normally does, but he's doing that right now. His first five seasons, Jimmy, and, and uh, who that nation, his first five seasons he, he, he had two fumbles lost. In five seasons, two fumbles lost. In 2022... He had three fumbles lost, or four fumbles lost, and the first time two fumbles in one game. So I don't know, that's your leader? It's like the blind leading the blind right now. Oh, like, where's Drew Brees when you need him or, or something? I'm not, oh, forget about Drew Brees, but I'm just telling you, who's really leading this team? I mean, DeMario Davis might be trying, and, and I think, listen, the defense played well enough, hell yeah, for us to win. Shame on our offense. And not taking advantage of it. You hold somebody to 13 points, you should never lose. He's Bobby. I'm Christian. 13 nothing. The Saints were blanked by the 49ers. It's the point after here on the Community Coffee. New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Saints shut out at the hands of the San Francisco 49ers. 13 nothing. Back here on the point after. On the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. To our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines, we find Henry. What's going on, Henry? You're on the point after. Uh, yes, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Uh, Yes, uh, this uh, I, this is my second time calling in, and I'm coming back with the same points again about Dan, uh, Andy uh, Dalton. 
You know, and and this point is really to uh, to uh, Mr. Jimmy, who was on this before me. Um, Andy Dalton is a is a veteran quarterback, and again, I I, I stress the point that when it comes down to end game, I expect my veteran quarterback to understand situational football. Okay, now here it is again. He's under center. He's got a free play. He doesn't take advantage of. It. Which one are you referring to? I'm, I'm talking about on the 12 play drive. Which play? What, what was the free play? Uh, when the, the when they they were cut off sides and they got wind up getting the first down on the on the third and five. That wasn't. And the Saints picked up the first. That was a free play opportunity. I don't think that was an offsides penalty. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Why don't we have to look yeah. that up? Uh, because the only part I remember yeah. when the officials didn't call offsides on the fourth down on Joey Bozo. No, there was another one. There was another one. They did call this one, and the Saints wind up getting the first down. Okay? Now, that's that's one play. In game, it's fourth down. Why are we taking a sack? Just throw the ball up and give you guys a chance. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't you, take a sack. Yeah, yeah, you, you especially it's fourth down. Yes, I, I agree with there. You gotta you don't take a sack there. Throw you don't take a sack there. Yeah, uh, okay, but, but Henry, Henry, how about uh, when I don't know your receiver, whether it's Jawan Johnson, whether it's Taysom Hill, uh, whether it's Chris Olave, and all of a sudden we have like four balls and it's like hitting us in the hands in the face mask and we can't catch it. I don't care if it's Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton. Taysom Hill at quarterback, uh, the, the guys on the other end, uh, you, you got to catch the ball. I mean, are you not going to – all of a sudden, uh, you know, you have a chunk play or a touchdown, it's in the end zone, uh, that can make all the difference in the world. And then if, if, if you don't complete the catch, then it's just, oh, incompletion. And it goes down as an incompletion. So, that, that I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I looked at, at this game the way it was unfolding – uh, and, and um, to me, Jameis Winston is that is not that much more mobile uh, right now in his career than Andy Dalton. He still would have to hang in the pocket and, and make the throws and make the plays. All I know is the receivers got to catch it. Uh, you can't have three or four, if not five, significant drops. That whether you're trying to have a sustained drive or a touchdown, uh, you got to make a play. It's about players making plays. The coaches could point you in the right direction, but, but the players got to make the plays. Henry, thanks for the phone call. We'll step away and come back and get the rest of your calls. Saints lose and shut out fashion to the 49ers, 13-0. Bobby Bear, Christian Garrick gets the point after on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile Phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Back here on the point after Bobby Abair, Christian Garrick, Saints lose 13 nothing to the San Francisco 49ers. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines are open at 504-260-1870. Zoe in Dallas on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Zoe, you're on the point after. What's up, Bobby? How y'all doing, man? Hey, Zoe. I just want to man, I mean, this is the second week in a row, man. This was like one of the boring NFL games I watched. You know, y'all say uh, flush this game. Man, I give up. I'm going to flush the season, man. And with that being said, Bobby, I want you to put your GM, your GM hat on, man. Like, what you think? What would you do as a GM right now and going forward with the Saints? The problem, though, is the toilet. The toilet's backed up. You need to call a plumber. You need to get that thing snaked, man. It's, it stinks. It stinks right now in the Saints' bathroom. Well, uh, what would I do as a GM going forward? I, I still think um, – it depends on how the Saints finish the season because uh, six or seven, eight coaches get fired every year. So uh, the jury's still out on uh, Dennis Allen and, uh, you know, and, and how he finishes the season. And how does the team play? If you continuously uh, play like we're playing up and down, up and down, and, and you don't string a few games together, uh, that you have no continuity, uh, that's not good. And so you can, uh, you know, change coaches after a, a one and done. I would think, uh, Zoe, if I'm the GM, uh, I don't know if they can get the quarterback in, this, in next year's draft, but I do everything to kind of pull pull my uh, uh, pull my resources for the uh, 2024 draft, and Andy Dalton would be my bridge guy going into the future. Now the fans might not want to hear that; they might not want to hear we kind of sacrifice in next year, and you, it, it's just kind of a bridge and, and where you at, but. Uh, yeah, uh, it can't be status quo keeping the same. Uh, 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 Caleb Williams, the guy from USC, I've been saying that. I would figure out somehow. You better and, get the number one pick in the draft. Well, uh, I don't, you got to get on the phone, wherever you're dealing and uh, negotiating. Uh, l- look how Pat Mahomes fell. But I'm saying it could be somebody like that. It might not necessarily be in the 2023 draft. It might be somebody like that in the future. But I think, uh, Zoe, that uh, Andy Dalton would be a bre- better bridge guy than, let's say, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston t- still thinks he's a franchise quarterback. And he won't get paid like a franchise quarterback until he goes back out there and he could prove uh, th- that he can uh, you know, 
lead a team on, on a winning streak. Now, he might not get that opportunity with the Saints. I don't know. However, what opportunity he gets in the future. But he might end up being like a, um, like an Andy Dalton type as far as, uh, look, I can make the NFL a lifestyle, but I might not be the man. That, that happens all the time. So uh, as far as the future quarterback on the team, I don't think he's on the team right now and, and what's going to occur then. All I know is uh, that if we thought that we had a championship team, and I always said this, I thought going into this year, based on last year, you know, we're on the cusp of going into playoffs. Uh, you look at the 49ers Ram games, what happened even though we're 9-8. and eight, I thought we had the same type of team as last year, 9-8. and eight. And then if you stay healthy, then we added Michael Thomas is coming back. Then you added uh, Jarvis Landry. I, I, I didn't know uh, Tyron Matthew wouldn't uh, be as good as uh, he was in the past, but he got old. Uh, Marcus May got old. I think our defense has not been as good because the back end of our safety play uh, but with Marcus May and Tyron Matthew is not on the level what we had with Malcolm Jenkins or, or Marcus Williams. So I think that's affected our defense. Now, we've been snake-bitten with injuries the last two seasons, but uh, you can't use that excuse. A, a lot of teams are dealing with injuries. Look when we played the Ravens, uh, who Lamar Jackson was actually uh, throwing to and how uh, they were able to uh, overtake us, and, and that game wasn't even close. But right now, uh, it's almost at the point that uh, it's, we, we're not where we think we are. I think that being Mickey Loomis and the organization as far as maybe competing for a championship – I think a lot of times organizations, you know what they want to do? They don't want it like where you got a totally clean house. They want to give the fans hope because they sell out tickets and they sell out the dome where, oh, we have a chance. And and, and the team is at least winning. Well, all of a sudden, you go to where this is unfolding and you win four or five games, uh, then you're talking about like Mike Ditka. Bobby, this organization. Uh, or then you're behaved, talking about what happened with Haslett uh, with Katrina. This offseason behaved like they were one player away. The Deshaun Watson pursuit, trading up to get Chris Olave, giving up a future first round pick that they thought would be a late first round pick for the Philadelphia Eagles, which is turning into potentially a top five well, selection. Th- those are those are arrogant moves that man even, don't sit well. Even if we got, uh, let's say, we had had Deshaun Watson. I still think the Saints would have been, let's say, uh, things are working out. I think we could be like a playoff team. Again, but doesn't mean you're winning anything. I'm talking about, I'm about winning Super Bowls and championships and being, being amongst the elite of the NFC. You might say, well, Bobby, I disagree with you there. But uh, I never viewed us like post-Drew Brees and Sean Payton as being elite as far as Super Bowl. I, I viewed us as being competitive enough to go to the playoffs and entertaining where you have a winning football team, but you're not really winning anything. He's Bobby. I'm Christian. Your calls are next here on The Point After on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back here on the Bud Light, uh, excuse me, The Point After. <laughs> wish I could go back to the Bud Light countdown to kick off and do this one all over again. Back here on The Point After, Saints fall 13-0 to the 49ers. Mike Triplett tweeting, Saints running back Alvin Kamara declined to talk after Sunday's game. He declined to speak with the media for weeks, citing his lawyer's mandate while his court case in Las Vegas is ongoing. Kamara declined to speak, even if it was limited to football-related questions. You have a captain's label on your chest. You should should answer football questions. Yeah, oh, by the way, how about you you make sure you make better decisions in the offseason so you don't have to avoid the media because of decisions you made, poor decisions you made that put you in a situation that now you can't address the media 
after a loss, after football games, because of a poor decision you made in the offseason, and you're supposed to be one of the leaders on this football team. By the way, the only guy that went to the podium today was quarterback Andy Dalton. No DeMario Davis, team captain. No Cam Jordan, team captain. Who else? Alvin Kamara, no no Alvin Kamara, team captain. Who's the other one I'm missing? You, you, it's easy to speak to the media when things are going well. It's really easy. No, that's why, to me, uh, that whether you win or lose, uh, that's part of your job. You have to address the media. You just have to answer the tough questions. You think they now, do you, you, that you, in New York? Now, you don't have to, like, give an answer you don't want to give. You know, you could say, well, uh, I don't feel like right now answering that. I have to look at the film. You could BS your way. You could say a bunch of things, but you're still coming to the media. Yeah. And you could control the narrative of what's out there. You can't just avoid. No, just just bratty. That That's like that's bratty. It's by not leadership. That. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why the Saints are in the position they're in. It's easy to lead from the front when things are going well, when things are rosy, when you're a front runner. It's much harder to lead when there's – uh, ad, uh, there's some controversy. There's some adverse, uh, adverse situations. You're going through a little bit uh, of a rough spot. That's when true leaders stand up. Is well, when it's not it, going well. And when things aren't going well, it'd be like Dennis Allen's. I'm not talking to the media. Sorry, the head coach. Well, you got head coaches within the players. Yeah, exactly. So if you're the leaders on the team, whether it's going good or bad, you have to talk to the press because you have a fan base that wants to know what are you thinking. And you might be um, just, you know, giving generic answers or a bunch of BS. But so what? At least you're talking and you, you're not just avoiding the media. Be grateful that you're in a New Orleans media where it's kind of soft, to be honest with you. If you're yes, in New York, of course. Philadelphia, Chicago, man, they would roast these players. Making this amount of money and avoiding the media, being afraid to answer a t- couple of tough questions. I don't care what they say. They could say they're not afraid. Well, show me you're not afraid by going to the media and, and facing the questions, whether good or bad. How, how tough are you? you? You guys are grown men that are playing a, 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 a child's game and getting paid handsomely to do so. The least you can do is answer questions from the media. comes with the territory. Yeah, a simple question would be like, Alvin Kamara, you come up to the podium. Alvin, uh, why this year you think you're struggling holding on to the football, considering the first five seasons you only lost two fumbles? Fair and, question. And this year you've lost four and two. The first time you've ever lost two in one game. I'll be Alvin Kamara. Uh, I gotta do. I gotta be better. I gotta do better at holding on to the ball. I'm lacking a little concentration, so I'm gonna work on that in the, in, the, in practice and ball security. That's something that I'm Amen. gonna pay close attention to. Uh, that's all you gotta say. Hold uh, yourself you know. accountable. Yes. Yes. There's but nothing no, wrong with that. But, no, they want to clown. You can clown. You can do all that and have fun and all that when you're winning. But then, you know, you could be like, oh, I'm, I'm the man and this and that. And you don't necessarily always take the humble approach. A lot of times, you know, players, uh, they want to be like, you know, because, uh, uh, I don't know, TikTok and this and that. And you do all kind of videos and you get out there and then, oh, it's all fine and dandy. Look all the followers I got. Uh, uh, well, Jawan Johnson, now he, what, he got a million followers. Well, he put that on, on his, on his uh, view about hit the ball hitting him in the chest and dropping it in the end zone. What his followers would think of that? They might say, man, you, come on, Juwan, you're the man. you got to catch the ball. You, you were leading the team in touchdowns with five. You had two targets, zero catches. When you're a leader on any organization and the organization or the unit, the group fails, even if it's not your fault, as a leader, you accept responsibility for it and say, I've got to be better. You hear Dennis Allen doing it as a coach. Right, but where are the players saying that? Where are they? Where is Alvin Kamara saying? Uh, look, he's hiding behind the whole idea of this court case 
And that's not good either. Man, man, nobody even cares about that right now. We worried about what happened in this game against the 49ers. <laughs> He's Bobby. I'm Christian. It's the point after. We're a little hot here as the Saints get shut out by the 49ers. This is the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Bobby and Christian back here on the point after. Saints get shut out by the 49ers, 13-0. Bobby, for the sake of an exercise, you're Andy Dalton for the moment. I'm a member of the media. Uh, you just got shut out, Andy, uh, by the San Francisco 49ers as the quarterback. How much responsibility do you take for this? Uh, in particular, you threw some nice balls today. Your receivers dropped. Well, uh, maybe i got to put better ball placement. Uh, you know, maybe get to them quicker so the defense can't react to it. And then, uh, but the bottom line, we got to all come together as an offense. Uh, we got to protect the football, whether it's interceptions, fumbles. We cannot have that, or you're not going to win. Uh, we got to help out our defense. Uh, you hold an opponent to 13 points, you should never lose. You think hey. you, your offense disappointed, let down the defense? Without a doubt. Again, if you hold an opponent to 13 points, you should never lose. I, I don't. It doesn't matter who you're playing, whether who you think is the best of the best in the NFL or who, who might not be a team that you're fond of uh, as far as, you know, record-wise. Uh, but if your defense is holding an opponent in the team, you should win the game. That was our mock-up of what a post-game <laughs> press conference would sound like amongst, amongst the leader of a football team. And I think Andy Dalton certainly is doing the right thing post-game. He spoke to the media. Unfortunately, the audio was a little jumbled, had some technical difficulties. We won't be able to get to that for you. Uh, James and Jefferson on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. You're on the point after, James. Hey, guys, listen, we're almost in 2023. Right. But I'm going to tell you right Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, my favorite movie all time is was the 1994 Pulp Fiction. You guys remember that? Oh, Pulp yeah. Fiction, you guys okay. Pull out that wallet. So, right, right. So I'm the guy. So remember, remember Which wallet you're supposed the, to say? No, 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 no. Let me finish. Remember the guy? Who got it, the black guy got his head blown off and they, and, and and they got they all got excited got nervous right and had to call the guy to get to, to, Mr. Fixit was the guy whatever they call him Mr. Big whatever he had all the answers here's my answer you guys are gonna disagree with me I don't care I think I know more about this team than anybody you guys know amen what the 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 the, 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 the simple answer is and I used to, and I was wearing a t-shirt. Bring uh, free, free Sean Payton. I was living in the East Coast back then. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's the the crummy gun laws down here. I don't care if it's the the crime, the drugs. The number one uh, focus for this state should be bring back Sean Payton. Hell, it's not going to happen, James. Giselle, not Giselle, happen. going back. Giselle's going back with Brady. Everything's fine right now over there or <laughs> on the end. We we got to get Sean back here because James Sean got thirteen points. Somebody got 13 points by the by the end of the by the end of the, the first quarter, okay? And if he didn't get the 13 points, and if we lost 13 nothing, they got hell to pay. Yeah, but James, that ship has sailed, man. But, but, Sean Payton, but, 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 the USS but, Sean Payton is gone. Yeah, it's out yeah. of the port. Uh, okay, James, you have to look at uh, Sean's background and who's his mentor. Bill Parcells. And how many different teams did Bill Parcells coach? Like Cowboys, Patriots, Jets. Dolphins? Did he go to he was Dolphins? A GM no? of the Dolphins. The GM of the, like like listen? four or five. Giants. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl, the Giants, and also I think uh, Payton's along those lines. I can't recall the exact statement. I remember talking to him one time, and it was a Parcells. Uh, uh, not that you wear not, you're welcome. Leave him wanting more. Uh, yeah, leave him wanting more. Like we want more, Sean Payton. 
and then you go somewhere else. Like you got to have success. And Sean, right now, he, he isn't he the hottest prospect right now because six, seven, eight coaches get fired every year. So James, that's the thing. Now we got to get something for Sean, you know, because he's under contract with the Saints. But it's not like he's anti New Orleans, anti Saints. He just is taking the Parcells route. And whether that might be now the Chargers came back one today. I don't know how the season is going to um, unfold, but there's probably going to be two or three teams that might be fighting for Sean Payton and, and it's going to pay him. And he might be the first twenty million dollar year coach. I'm saying Miss Gill would. Yeah, pro- but the Saints still control where he goes. But no, he but, but Miss Gill would probably want to pay him twenty million. But you have to understand, it's not that he don't like yarns or, or didn't enjoy having success here. Yeah, you know. He wants a different environment, kind of like Parcells. Uh, that's why, James, he's not coming back. So you got to forget that. James, thanks for the phone call. Uh, Speed and Avondale, what's going on, Speed? You're on the point after. You missing it, Steve. No, you missing going on. What's up, Speed? I'm talking about what James is sitting on the field. Speed, you got to join this conversation. Like he's in another conversation. Yeah, Speed, you're going to come on with us now. You want to talk about play calling and coaching. Well, guys, uh, Speed, Speed's trying to have two or three conversations. All right, we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, James in Meridian, Mississippi. Go ahead, James. You're on the point after on a Community Coffee New Orleans Saints radio network. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. This is good therapy. All right. Look, you, y'all touched on some things that I've been waiting to say while I've been waiting for my call. There's no tough reporting in New Orleans. It is kind of powder puff, and that's what's so sweet about it. But now, <laughs> like, we're discussing – plays with Andy Dalton, and Bobby, I loved your deal on your fictional general manager thing, what you would do. Um, I'm, not, I'm not just speaking for myself, and maybe you guys can't say this, but now I don't trust our general manager anymore, and he is the one that brought us the Super Bowls and Sean Payton, but his report card in the last few years, I ain't understood why he drafted two uh, centers back to back with the. I ain't understood how Michael Thomas has schooled him and ripped us off, and every premise we've gone to into a draft of free agency has been based on the fraudulency of this player we're overpaying. As for Alvin Kamara being a captain, just because you got the C on your jersey doesn't mean it. Right now, he's an overpriced guy that may or may not have a real serious legal problem, and now he's fumbling. In other words, uh, I can still hear Tom. James, Benson would it surprise say, you if the Saints move on from Alvin Kamara and deal him in the offseason? It wouldn't mean no. Does anybody on this roster currently, if anybody knows anything about Super Bowl teams, we are nowhere close. Is there any player on this roster that is going to be relevant should we turn this around? We're not a plug-and-play player that can make a few moves and get back to where we no. thought we were going to be, man. This thing needs to be The strapped. over-appraisal of this roster by this organization well, is something that's going to be talked about. And uh, James, no, it all starts at the top. Uh, Sean Payne's not here, so uh, you have to hold uh, Mickey Loomis accountable. Sure. And uh, I can tell you the greatest thing Mickey Loomis ever did was hiring uh, post-Katrina Sean Payton. Because was uh, Mickey Loomis considered a great general manager before Sean Payton came on board? Uh, not really. Uh, I, I mean, it was like uh, the, the best thing ever happened to Mickey Loomis was hiring Sean Payton, and they parlayed that into Drew Brees. I, I could say this. Now, uh, I think, now maybe you say, because I think highly of these quarterbacks, I think it's a combination, but I think Tom Brady made more Belichick 
then Belichick made Tom Brady. Now I think that combination worked out. I think Drew Brees made more of Sean Payton than Sean Payton made Drew Brees. But it took two of them together to win a championship. And the reason why I'm saying that, because I, I, I played against Bill Belichick teams uh, before Tom Brady, and nothing to write home about. Now he's highly competitive. Look how tough uh, the Patriots teams play. So you look at that, and it'll be interesting to see. that. I'm telling you, that's one reason why Sean Payton don't want to necessarily hope he could develop a quarterback. He wants a quarterback that's established. That's why uh, a team like the uh, Los Angeles Chargers are, are so successful because he thinks, man, I can work with that Justin Herbert, and, and I think you know we can work magic. So I, I'm just telling you, I think the best thing that happened to the Saints, I think in this order, is one, or, or, or I'm talking about now, you know, 16 years since post-Katrina, what was one, Drew Brees, two, Sean Payton, and then you got to give Mickey credit because he brought Sean here. Going back to Jim Hazlitt now, the first year under um, under uh, Dennis Allen, without Sean Payton in the building, general manager Mickey Loomis's record is 32-44. and 44. Well... Well, that speaks for itself right there. That, that's kind of – is that going to be like a Dennis Allen-type record? I mean, I don't – All right, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. 13 nothing Saints are shut out. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Out by the San Francisco 49ers. This is the point after. He's Bobby. I'm Christian. Coming back to your calls on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back here on the point after 13 nothing. The Saints are shut out by the San Francisco 49ers. Bobby Abair, Christian Garrick. It's the point after. Time now for Diamond and Rough performance of the game presented by a friend and company. You have a friend in the jewelry business. We get it already with the MVP, and it's the Diamond and the Rough seventh round draft pick, Caden Ellis, linebacker. 14 total tackles today. Uh, 12, let me pull up his stat line before I get myself in trouble here. Um, 12 tackles, 2 assists, 14 total. I thought Caden Ellis, Bobby, he's a diamond interrupt performance of the game. I think this is the second straight week we've given it to him. Yeah, he's uh, taken advantage of his opportunity since Pete Warner uh, went down. And, um, hey, th- that's what you want to do because every you know, all these teams around the NFL – and, you know, you want to play a long time, they watch what you do on the film in an actual game. Uh, look, Zach Bond uh, took advantage of his opportunity, you know, coming into the game. Uh, you know, usually you just see him on special teams. He had four total tackles. He had a tackle for loss. He had uh, a quarterback hurry. So, uh, yeah, uh, Christian, it's a matter of uh, shy total. A shy total ended up having uh, the only sack 
He had a quarterback hurry, tackle for a loss. So you got guys that not necessarily household defensive names uh, that are stepping up. Uh, now, I've seen uh, Davenport out there with Cam Jordan. But I don't know. Um, Chris said they each had a tackle. I mean, I'm looking at uh, the production. Uh, I would say David Onyemata was uh, more disruptive. He had a tackle, but a, a quarterback hurry. He also had a, a pass defending. But, uh, Christian, when you look at also um, the number of plays, even though the 49ers had the ball almost 10 minutes more than the Saints, it wasn't like uh, we ran 53 plays. I'm telling you, you want to run like 65. But, again, you got to convert on third down. But both teams weren't converting on third down. They had 67. We had 53. So it wasn't like both offenses were, were definitely uh, clicking. I mean, uh, 14 first downs, no. Um, you need to have about 20. And the 49ers had 21 at least, uh, you know, and build upon that. A respectable. Um, you held Debo Samuel to 43 yards receiving on three receptions. He was targeted seven times. Uh, Brandon Ayuk targeted eight times, five receptions, 60, 65 yards. Christian McCaffrey, four receptions, 17 yards. George Kittle, three receptions, 26 yards. So nobody really went off for the 49ers on that Saints defense. No, that, no, Chris, the defense, I think, did their job. They held them to 13 points, and it wasn't, you know, bombs away, uh, giving up chunk plays. Uh, they had that one gain to Ayuk, uh, uh, like 27 yards. That, that was a long gain, like pass play. But uh, you would have thought, like, uh, you know, like George Kittle or Christian McCaffrey or, or Debo Samuel. If you look at uh, all of them uh, combined, Christian, I'm looking at this, 63, 70. Uh, they didn't even – they had around 90 yards, all three of them combined. They didn't even have 100 yards. Yeah, the offense. Yeah, the offense yeah. let the Saints down. Yeah, so this is McCaffrey, Kittle, and Debo Samuel, household names and, and – and they didn't even combine for 100 yards uh, receiving. I don't want to be repetitive, but some may have just joined us not too long ago, so this might be the first time to hear this. This is the Saints' offensive possessions today. Four plays fumble. Four plays punt. Five plays punt. Three plays punt, and that's when the Saints started at the San Francisco 38-yard line. The next possession, three plays punt. Second possession, or another possession, before the half, two plays, end of the first half. Three possessions in the second half, 12 plays, missed field goal. 12 plays, fumble. Nine plays, turnover on down. And that drive started at San Francisco's 39-yard line. The odds of, of points there, when you start in, your, in the opponent's territory, are pretty high to at least get a field goal. And the Saints made two red zone trips today. They were over. A big nothing burger. They had... Committed some penalties. Obviously, that didn't help them. They were in a fourth and one situation. They were going to go for it. They had a false start on uh, James Hurst. So those are the things that, you know, the, D, the head coach has to be able to count on you as a veteran to not make that mistake. <coughs> when they plan on going for it, Bobby. Well, I don't know. You're a, co- you're, 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 you're a coffee, Christian. What was I said the head coach has to be able to count on you as a veteran to not jump off sides when you're about to go for it on fourth and one, or fourth, even in fourth and three, and he push back and you, you can't even get a field goal out of it. Yeah, no, uh, Christian, even, and he was considered one of the best right tackles in the National Football League with Teron Armstead. I mean, I'm talking about, like, like great right tackle. Well, I've seen Ryan Ramchek. He's gotten beaten out a few times where it didn't happen last year. He got knocked on his keister one play today. Yeah, and uh, and so I would say, I don't know, he's been – 
I'd say he's been good to very good, but not dominant. He hasn't been great. We haven't, uh, you know, been able to enforce our will on any defense along the offensive line. Well, has he regressed under Doug Marone? Um, and that's a former teammate of yours. No, no. The thing is, I, I don't know. I'd have to see, like, what are they asking him to do? But I'd say from an individual standpoint that he's not as good as he was last year. So is that regression? i say, yeah. I mean, now they give him, I don't know, to me, I don't know. He's getting these veteran days off. Isn't he too young for that? No. I, I, How old is Ramchek now? He came in in 2017. He was a late – he was an older senior. So he was an older senior. Yes, I – He's not in his thir- – He's not in his 30s, huh? No, but I mean, when you – yeah, he's 28. When you, But you, you think about the snaps that he's taken in games. He doesn't miss a lot of games. So the constant banging on your shoulders and on your head. Okay. In practice, okay. training camp games, et cetera. Well, I think it, it used to be when you had – new age of the NFL. Yeah, it used to be new – yeah, you said new age NFL because a veteran day off, you had to be like – well into your thirties, you had to be like thirty-four or older to get right. any veteran day off. Now, not in your twenties. Oh, I get a veteran day off. Uh, you know what? I don't feel like practicing, so you get a veteran day off. I need to take a veteran's day off myself. <laughs> um, Jamie in Florida on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. You're on the point after Jamie. Hey guys, what's up, Jamie? Hey Jamie. Hey Bobby, how are you? Hey Christian. What you got, this is man? My first time calling in in ten years, man. I've always been wanting to call in there, but we're in such a turmoil that I just never thought that I needed to until now. <laughs> right? No, no. There's a lot of who that nation members. They're kind of in a state of shock because we've gone kind of like being relevant, and you know how we were. Uh, we've been in the penthouse for a number of years. Anything over a dozen years because we were always uh, relevant. And then last year, we stepped out the uh, the penthouse and looked over the, uh, the balcony. And now this year, we then fell out the, uh, the balcony. And we may be holding on, <laughs> you know, we're holding on to the railing and we're just hanging on. And I think a lot of Huda Nation, Jamie, we're in shock uh, of how poorly the team has played this year. Um, I don't know if you're going to like what I got to say, Bobby. No, but okay. Man. <laughs> The only reason I ever started watching the same, I'm a, my family are immigrants. Bobby Aber comes into the like show up in New Orleans. That's the reason why we started watching the same thing because of Bobby Aber, <laughs> and that's the deal, man. So what I got to say is I'm gonna I'm gonna work backwards if you let me work backwards just for a second. Like I don't understand why he had Taysom Hill playing receiver when we have receivers. I don't understand why we just can't run the ball. We're in the like we were in the fourth quarter trying to get a touchdown. We needed a touchdown desperately, but we didn't get that. We didn't get that. We didn't get that. So you're talking about we're in the four yard line. We pass it four straight times yeah. instead of like trying to pound it. The, the only thing I could tell you with that, uh, Jamie, is that that they were discouraged and they weren't conf- confident against our guys, against their guys running the football, considering they're number one in the NFL in rushing defense and, uh, you know, uh, rushing defense. They were giving up, like, and this is even an open field, 3.4 yards a, a rush. Uh, so that's the only reason why that I could think that they took the approach that they didn't want to beat their head against the wall and figure if we're going to get in the end zone, we've got to kind of trick the 49ers we not just going to be able to uh, jam it down their throat. So I think that's why, whether you agree with that game plan or not, that's more, I think Coach Allen agreed with it, but that's more Pete Carmichael thought, uh, even though we're down there, we would have had to pass, Jamie. Jamie, thanks for the phone call. 
Uh, Jamie, if you have more, Jamie, hang on because he might have had some more. He ain't called the problem in ten years, so let let Jamie right, talk. We'll come back. We'll come back. This is sport. Excuse me. This is the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back here on the point after. Before we get to the text, Bobby, Drew Brees. Yeah, no, I'm not going to talk about Drew Brees, but uh, you know I'm this saying, is. Uh, yeah, I know this is. Uh, let me see, eighty-eight forty-one and twenty-nine sixty-four because it's all connected. Bobby, I got a question. Do you think Jameis Winston was Sean Payton's guy and Andy Dalton is uh, Dennis Allen's guy? Do you think that's the reason Winston lost uh, the starting job? No, I think that's the reason why Sean Payton didn't stick around. Uh, if he thought Jameis Winston was the guy, believe you me, he would have, like, in other words, if we had Justin Herbert, Sean Payton would have been going anywhere. He said, I think I can milk it. You know, it'd be kind of like, um, you know, passing the torch from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, from Joe Montana to Steve Young. Then Sean Payne thinks, I don't have to go anywhere. Sean Payne's trying to stay one step ahead. So James is in the building, and, you know, he's in the meeting rooms with Drew Brees and all that, and he says, well, he goes, and then he had enough uh, of James even up until, what, eight games, and then he hurt his knee. Uh I don't think, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm, I need a break. I'm tired of coaching. You know, I, I need a break. And you don't think they had conversations. It might be the coaches or Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis. That's why people think I'm not hating on Jameis Winston. If Jameis Winston was the guy, they didn't know how he was going to come back from a knee injury. Why did they go after Deshaun Watson? Why did they go after Deshaun Watson? Because they thought in their minds, that uh, even though he's younger than Andy Dalton at this point in his career, he might be more like a, a, a gap guy. He might be a bridge guy to who the future guy is. That's why the Saints were all willing to go in with Deshaun Watson. So uh, that's what he said. Do you think that's the reason why Winston lost his job? Because D.A. wanted more Andy Dalton than Sean Payton. I said this, if you were in training camp, and you didn't know whose quarterback was who. You just came watch practice. I don't know none of the players. I always say this. If you know American football, you came in from outer space, and you just watch Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston practice. There was never a competition, but Jameis Winston did not beat out Andy Dalton. He didn't beat him out. I thought overall if they were grading practice to practice, Andy Dalton actually would have graded higher than Jameis Winston in practice. Remember, Jameis Winston only played the – uh, Andy Dalton didn't even throw a, a, a completion in preseason. And then Jameis only got to play the last game in the Dome, remember, preseason? Mm -hmm. So to say that, uh, that do you think the reason Winston lost the starting job? No, he, he lost the starting job because he got hurt. And then they put Andy Dalton in there, and it wasn't that much of a difference, uh, they thought, between Andy Dalton and, uh, you know, Jameis Winston. And then this caller, um, 29, this must be Jameis's cousin, uh, 2964, why does Zabar constantly rag on Winston? I'm not ragging on him. I think Jameis Winston's the NFL quarterback. Winston hasn't played since week three. He criticizes Winston like he's uh, completed an entire season and stunk it up. I, I, have, I have not gotten on Jameis Winston. I said, no, he's been hurt. So uh, I, I just think the better option right now would be Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, now you might say, and, uh, and, and, you know, it's always what I've done for me lately. If you look at, if he just stuck it up against the Rams, like what occurred against the Ravens and Steelers, 
I could see that's normally what happens throughout the NFL on different teams, like the Texans, when they made a quarterback uh, change. How'd that work out for them? How'd that that work out? But but I'm just saying that all of a sudden, Andy Dalton has uh, the highest quarterback rating of all the NFL quarterbacks this season uh, against the Rams. His highest completion percentage. So... When you look career at it, high. Yeah, yeah, career high. The quarterback's going to get too much of the glory. They're going to get too much to blame. But I'm not making this a Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston thing. I think where the Saints are at right now, it don't matter if they did a combination of Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill or they did a combination of Andy Dalton and Taysom Hill or they did all Taysom Hill. This is where they would be. And look at his great throw, deep throw that uh, Taysom Hill made. Eh, what happened? What, we don't finish the catch? No, we have too many guys that are not stepping up to help this team be relevant. And therefore, you're going to be on a roller coaster. You're going to win one, you're going to lose one, and then you might not even be sniffing 500. Well, the trend has been win one, lose three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm having Christian. All of a sudden, Christian was joking. I was saying, Christian, you crazy. Now I think Christian's a prophet. I'm telling you. It might have been around 4th of July, and you know, because we were all high on the hog. And Christian says, oh, man, they're going to win five games. I go, Christian, you crazy. Now I'm thinking uh, Christian, well, Christian might be a witch or something. I'll be I'm, honest with you. Were you joking? You had to be I joking. I was somewhat joking, but at the same time, <laughs> I was hesitant because you did a good job of selling some of the Kool-Aid, all right? And I drank right. some of it. Right, right, Because yeah. I, trust, I trust your evaluation. Well, I'm, I'm trying to be positive. You, well, but I also trust a guy that's played 14 pro seasons. Well, um, and, and knows how right. to evaluate talent, and you know more about this sport than I do. But, but, so I yielded to that. But I can. I drank some of that Kool Aid. But I can. But now tend, I'm spitting yeah. some of it back up. Yeah, because I can tend to be a homer, and, and I want to be a homer because I want the Saints to win. And yeah. I based on that, the seven and a half win total, and I apologize right now because it doesn't look too good. How can Vegas only uh, say like seven and a half for sure? Take the over. Oh, they they, they, they won nine games they last year. They, they, yeah, then then because people all then they went to eight. And now, so I, I just thought, uh, and again, I said this: I, I don't think the Saints are winning anything this year. And I, I still, they still could. I still thought they'd be a playoff team. I'm not even talking about winning the NFC yeah. South, but at least being a wild card, or getting double digit wins, being like ten and seven, or, or even nine and eight. Right now, you, you know what's crazy? I don't know how it's going to unfold the NFC South. This is embarrassing. Whoever wins the NFC South, they're going to get to host a playoff game, and they're going to be seven and ten. What? Now, to me, okay, you won your division, you got a prize. But if you're 7-10, and 10, you shouldn't be hosting nothing. No, we've talked you, about you, that. You should have to go on the road. Come on. Bobby, that Kool-Aid you sold was too sugary. had too much sugar. I, I'm not Jim Jones now. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you, know, you, you don't even know who Jim Jones is, huh? You know, and, 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 and Guyana and, and South America with all the mass suicide with 900 and they all oh, drank I'm not the, meaning it that way. When they all drank the Kool-Aid. No, no. I, I just mean you had a lot of— <laughs> I, I'm not going to make you jump off the cliff. <laughs> no. There's a lot of sweetness in that Kool-Aid you were selling this offseason. This is the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Christian, I know him well now. You didn't even know who Jim Jones was. What? <laughs> Back here on the point after Saints lose in shutout fashion to the San Francisco 49ers, 13-0. Bobby Bear, Christian Garrick. It's the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Speaking of the black and gold, now four and eight on the season. Man, it's been a rough one to watch. Um, Jamie called earlier. We want to get him back in uh, on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Go ahead, Jamie. Finish your thought. Yeah, finish your thought, Jamie. What you got? Oh, man, I'm going to keep it simple, Bobby and Christian. Uh, basically, you guys covered all the bases. 
Um, Jimmy called in from Gretna. He said maybe, you know, maybe uh, Mickey and the owner will, you know, Dennis Allen, another couple of years. I think today, today kind of made a statement. Today's statement was, I don't know if Dennis Allen is our coach for the next couple of years. That's, I'm going to leave that up to you guys. You don't have that thing, much time. You don't have three years in this league. No, There's no, too much pressure. No, no because, because, Jamie, six to uh, eight coaches get fired every year. Two already got fired. You know, uh, you look at with the Colts. Uh, you look Carolina coach. Now he's the head coach, uh, Matt Rule, with the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yes. So you're yes. going to have six to eight coaches get fired every year. But I'm telling you, uh, whether Dennis Allen comes back next year is how we finish this season. It, it, the jury's still out. I, I'm telling you. Uh, our final record does matter. But to say that all of a sudden, so let's say he somewhat turned a corner and, I don't know, would be like 7-10, and 10, I, I would say to me, anything under eight games – uh, that has to be cons- uh, disappointing, considering that uh, you want to make uh, you want to be better than what you did the year before when you won nine games, and somehow you know you should be the same, or you're getting better. Either you're getting worse, or you are you getting better. And to have only seven wins, then I think you go into next year and you got to produce, or you're on the hot seat. But as far as like, oh, we give you two more years and all that, no, it's a year to year thing. The NFL, no, it truly means like Jerry Glanville and all that, like not for long. Uh, you, be bagging you, yeah, no, you you, you got to win, and, and it could change within half a season uh, uh, how the perception of your team's falling apart and what direction. Uh, look, you know who was on the hot seat? And look how hard and how dysfunctional they were, the Washington uh, 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 Commanders. Look at Ron Rivera, how hard they playing for him now. Okay, look at, the, uh, look at the Lions and Dan Campbell. They're not winning anything, but look how competitive they think they're training in the right direction. That's why it's going to be critical. If they have to turn this around or, 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 or Dennis Allen, you can be one and done. And then if the perception is like with the owners and, 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 and with the owners, with Ms. Gale and Dennis Lauscher and Mickey and all getting together, if they think the team finishes strong, he'll get another chance next year. But you got to produce next year or you can be gone after that year. One of the biggest reasons why Mickey Loomis said he hired Dennis Allen was stability because he's been in the building. Well, it hasn't been all that stable if you think about it. And it was a safe hire. We'll find out if it was the right hire. It's the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back here on the point after Saints get shut out for the first time in 332 games. The longest active streak in the NFL. 13-0 at the hands of the San Francisco 49ers. That's right, 13-0. I wish I could sit up here and play a bunch of highlights and all these great things. And remember those days back in, you know, when Drew and Sean were in town and we had a lot of things to be grateful for and happy and jubilant about these post-game shows. Not so much these days. Bobby and Christian back here on the point after. Uh, let's go right to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. We tried Speed earlier. Let's go back to Speed in Avondale on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Speed, you're on the point after. I don't want them to get to let this take another flight home. He called Michael, bitch, don't get on the plane with us. Bitch, you're stupid. It, so, so, so you want to speed? You want to put uh, Carmichael and Dennis Allen going a different plane from the players? So, that's so, right, bro. So, where you want what to shift? Okay, you want to shift them to Siberia? Or we, what uh, about this though? What about this though, hey, Speed? Listen. Wait, hold on, Speed. 
What about Alvin Kamara? Right. If you're going to throw Dennis Allen off the plane, you throw an Alvin Kamara with two fumbles off the plane. Are you throwing Chris no, Harris off the plane that. for having uh, an interception negated by one of his boneheaded penalties? What about Juwan Johnson dropping a touchdown pass in the end zone? Taysom Hill dropping a touchdown pass in the end zone. What about that? Hey, listen, listen. Uh, the re- that's even more reason why I'm saying get them coaches out. Because see, if that was Sean, Sean would have met him on the 50-yard line <laughs> dropping them passes. Let's keep it real. I'll agree with this team is lacking uh, a little a little hey, accountability hey. and a little tempo and a little edge. Well, well the, the thing is, uh, Speed, uh, all I know is a lot of times uh, the truly successful teams, you can't be buddy-buddies with the players. You have to be passionate. Uh, I mean, um, you even look at Coach Kelly and the LSU sideline, how, you know, to me – and it's just, it's not disrespectful, it's just man-to-man. you got to hold, listen, you have, much is given, much is required. You have to hold people accountable. And they have to have that pressure that they have to, uh, you know, either succeed or we're going to get somebody else. Now I'm like, oh, we'll get them next time. And then you ho-hum. Were you buddy-buddies with Jim Mora? Hell no. What? And, and Coach Mora and I is buddies today, but no. Uh, listen, the coaches I go to a barbecue or have a drink with, uh, we never won nothing. The coaches that were jerks, and, and, and uh, Christian, that's the teams that won. This goes back to high school. And Atlanta, when they won, it was Jerry Glanville, right? Uh, no, no. Uh, 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 but we never won anything. No, no. But there wasn't Glanville. Uh, Glanville is like championship wrestling. We had June Jones. June Jones is the greatest offensive mind that ever been around, but he was too nice. He was too nice. I mean, uh, to me, you have. Uh, I look at Jim Moore. I look at Jim Stanley when we won the championship there. He was part of the Junction Boys with Bear Bryant. Oh. So uh, you, you know he'd be telling you, "I don't, want, I don't want no dogs that won't hunt, and uh, ain't no porch dogs in this team." He would call. He'd have all these one-liners. He'd say, "We be, we thought we were feeling good about ourselves. We just show up. We're gonna win." He'd be telling you something like, "You can bring, you can bet all the grapes in Italy; they'll be coming after your ass." And then he'd go into a whole rant, and then he'd point you out, and, and and he goes, "You know what? Do you know what it is to work on a farm from sunrise to sunset? Well, if you don't get it done on the field, that's what you're going to be doing for a living." He would come up with some lines that would get everybody's attention. Bobby, I didn't play pro football, but I know this: the greatest accomplishments accomplishments I've made in my life have been at the at the urging of somebody that was really pushing me and pushing me hard. In other words, drill instructors in the United States Marine Corps, supervisors, NCOs, staff NCOs right. in the Marine Corps, and, and my father. My, my father and I are really close friends now, but he pushed me. Right. Same thing with, with you. Uh, I'm, your dad pushed you and along with your coaches. And you, and you worked because you, you, worked you didn't want to disappoint them. If you're buddy-buddies with them, ah, uh, you know, uh, we'll get them next time. Uh, 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 I've been, I've been buddy-buddies with leaders of mine that they were – Ineffective. They just were. No, because you just – it's not uh, – and I don't know if there's different ways to motivate. It could be uh, fear of uh, being uh, – fear of not succeeding. I, I know that pressure is always like uh, that fearful of not succeeding because they're going to get somebody else. Now, like, ah, I'm cool. I'm going to get them next time. No, there might not be a next time. So, yeah, all those kind of things, and I think we kind of take it for granted – and you got to motivate different people different ways. Sure, like That's I, 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 like I told you that if if you if you see a young leader, and it might be your kid, or it might be uh, you mentoring someone, and you know they have the ability, you can see them on the playground how they're leading the other kids and all that. 
And let's say they go into college and they could play maybe at the next level. I'm not even talking about like pros, but like get a scholarship. And then let's say they want to go to school. And what you want to go to school for, let's say they really love a sport, whether football or basketball, will major in psychology. You know, Jimmy Johnson is a psychology major. And, uh, you know, look at the success he had with Dallas and all. Because I think that how you deal with different people, how you could push the right buttons. I, 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 I don't know what Sean Payton majored in, but I think Sean Payton Communications. knows how to push the right buttons. I had told you this, uh, and God well, rest his Wasn't his, Sean Payton a great communicator? To his football team, to the media. Yes, yes, and it all—it's just a natural thing that happens and occurs. And the one thing, like for instance, uh, now he just passed away two or three weeks ago. Darren Gilbert, who played offensive tackle for Cal State Fullerton, you know, God rest his soul. But I never could get on him if he got whooped and all that. I, I couldn't like chew him out or get on him. Like, come on, you and, and cut. He'd play worse. That means I get hit more. So I had to tell him. It's okay. You got to keep fighting. Come on, you can do this. And then he would play better. He might not be as good as I wanted to be, but he would play better. Where if I got on him, he'd go in the tank. Where you had a guy like Stan Brock or like Steve Cortenau, they wanted you to chew them out and like get on him. Man, come on, you getting you know, and really giving them the yeah. business and calling them um, kind of a wuss or, or kind soft. of a soft. Yeah, yeah, you know, that, that, that guy, man, he's, he's, he's kicking, you know, this and that. And they're getting mad and all, like, oh, I'm going to show you. And, and then something, so they, that would, you'd motivate them that way. Bobby, you know this as a leader. You, you knew what made each of those players tick, right? You knew what got to them, what didn't. Yeah, that's like yeah. I think it's important, as a, that's a leadership skill you have to understand is, Hey, you got to know what makes that guy tick. Just like in small units in the Marine Corps, in the squads, I had to know everything about uh, Marines that were underneath my my uh, my command because I had to know just how many siblings they had, how many. So so that way I could I know I knew what bu- buttons to push. Right, and 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 it's not nothing you know personal. It's all about winning and one for all, all for one. Uh, like, for instance, do, do you think right now in the Saints organization anybody can hold Alvin Kamara accountable? No. Hell no. Not even a little bit no. I say not only no, but hell no. Alvin Kamara does what the hell he wants. I mean, That's come not on. good. And I think if Drew Brees and Sean Payne be there, that, that, would, that would not be the case. That explains a lot and, right and, there. You, and, said you know, and, and behind the scenes, I'm not saying do not know him, but behind the scenes and all that. But what did Sean say? He, I think he went on Colin Cowherd. He said when um, all of a sudden when Ingram and a Camara was fumbling, what did he talk about? He hey, come here. And he'd be giving him the business. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, but, but you see Dennis Allen all of a sudden start doing that because they would look at him as he's fake. You can't fake the funk, like I say. That, that's, that's not your personality. You can't all of a sudden do that. That's something that has, that has to uh, uh, be what, what you've always done. He's Bobby. I'm Christian. It's the point after Saints fall 13-0 to the 49ers. This is the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Rocking and rolling here on the point after Saints fall 13-0 to the San Francisco 49ers. Bobby Bear, Christian Garrick. It's the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Don in Lakeview on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. You're on the point after, Don. Hey, Hello, guys. Don. How you doing this evening? Hey, Don. You know, I'm not going to sit here and rag on our quarterback situation because you know it's not healthy i'm not going to sit here and rag on you know our turnovers dennis allen you know i'm gonna rag on we have four number one draft picks on the offensive line and we couldn't block a high school team well that's a great point that's a great point because that's where we invested our money well 
And, and you and you would think, okay, uh, uh, Ramchek, he has been great from um, the get go. But I don't know. It's three first round picks because okay. McCoy's not playing. Who? Uh, yeah, uh, McCoy, McCoy wasn't well, first round. Well, yeah, yeah, but he's still, but, but still, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, he's not the best center ever that we've had. I mean, you look at number one. Uh, he, he's like, I mean, he might eventually. You hope it'd be like a Max Unger type, but. When you look at Cesar Ruiz and Andres Pete, come on. They they just like serviceable, Don. They're not dominant. No, no. And, you know, and look, we lost to Ron Olmstead because we said, well, he's always hurt. He was great when he was there. Now, what is he doing with the Miami Dolphins? I don't know. I don't follow the Miami Dolphins. But to my knowledge, I think he's still playing. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, yeah. Imagine I, I, this. He yeah, got hurt today. I, I think he might have, but he, but he was, he was pretty dominant for them. <laughs> no, he's been, he's been great for them. But I mean, who are you going? Exactly. I mean, are you going to pay him? They, they, they needed money. The Saints needed money. It was time to part ways with, with Teron Armstead. They paid him handsomely. Okay, and so now we, 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 we get a second round pick, and we got high hopes, and unfortunately the guy gets hurt. But now we sitting down there with uh, a serviceable left tackle. I mean, our offensive line is pathetic it's just it, it drives me crazy that we can't run the football on anybody and yet we have obviously one of the better or supposedly one of the better running backs in the nfl and Kamara, mark ingram well you know at one point in time he was good whether he's not or anymore i don't know but at this point in time you know our offense is so anemic and and it, it's just it's it's disgusting and even worse so to listen to it on the radio. We had the ball, what, first and goal. First and goal before the end of the half, we can't even get in the end zone. Well, well, that's, that's listen, we, we, we had goal to goal twice, and it's almost like, uh, I don't know, we're raising the white flag because, you know, thinking like, oh, well, we can't run against that defense. You know, number one run defense. Uh, and, 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 and you look and – like uh, rushing offense this season, when we've truly been the best, uh, Don, we've been in the top ten. I want to say around six. I'm talking about when we won the Super Bowl and all that. Right now, we kind of in the middle of the pack, and um, so I don't know. That's average. If you're middle of the pack out of 32 teams, that's average. So, like you said, nothing uh, to write home about as far as where we at uh, when we truly want to run the ball. Don, thanks for the phone call, hey, Ashton. Yeah. In Slidell, go ahead, Ashton. You're on the point after. Hey, how you doing, Bobby and Christian? Oh, I got a few points tonight with uh, what I've seen tonight uh, this evening with the Saints. Uh, like Bobby was reiterating, man, we're not playing fundamental football. The two uh, fumbles were Alvin Kamara. That killed us. But I had one one other point. Uh, down at the last bit when we were down in the red zone on that uh, the, four, the four plays, we ran the four passing plays. I felt like Andy could have maybe – he had uh, Alvin Kamara on that flat and also he – Motion the next play, motion down Olave, down into the motion down. He ran in the flats. I say go ahead and get those yards. Try to get it to a man as well. If you're gonna go for it on forward, you'd be holding short. Right. So actually, what you saying? What you saying is that uh, hit him uh, immediately out the flat and hope they get yards after the catch and get an end zone, right? Definitely, definitely. And I feel like um, you can't. We we know how to stand. We're going to get calls in it again. We all know that, Bobby. We've been watching them long enough. You can't try to get the call. I know Landry, he was, he was, he was held, but you can't. At that point of the game, it's close. You, you, you're fighting. So get what you can get and, and try to score right there. You can't try to 
well, rely on the refs to give us that call. And, well, uh, and, well, and, yeah, and you know what? Actually, talk about the refs, though, uh, to me, because it's a monumental uh, play. Uh, and that, you know, they, they were flag happy. Uh, you know, like any time to me in double digits, end up calling 13 penalties. And this is not a, a judgment call. Uh, Joey Boza, that he's offside. Nick Boza. Nick Boza. Right. You got to call it. I mean, who's it. Look, you're looking right at that. You, it's for, you got to call that play. Come on. It, 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 it's, it's us, Bob. We're not going to get that. We, uh, we got to score. We got to score. <laughs> well, that, that to well, me. If you're uh, a good football team, you might get those calls. Yeah, I, I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, to me, you can't miss that. You can't miss that call. You can't miss that. No, definitely. And the whole, and the whole Orlando also, man. I yes. Mean, it should have been a first, well, first and goal. Definitely. Yeah, uh, we're not getting the calls right now, and then we and the calls are going against us. Uh, we were in the top three in penalties. Now we didn't get penalized against the Rams. Different crew, but but this crew, uh, we kind of talked about this in the pregame, uh, and and you know it was, they both they called penalties on the 49ers and the Saints, so that they were going to throw the flag. They averaged eleven point nine flags a game, and, and they threw thirteen. So uh, so about twelve, yeah, they're about on average. And Christian, they 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 could have called. Like the one on Landry, that was obvious the hole there, and then uh, when when Bozo when he jumped off sides. But I think that's a benefit of, of the doubt you get as the number one defense in the NFL. Yeah, uh, you get a benefit of the doubt. Playing more aggressive, and that's calling that. Brandon in Mississippi on our Oakland Art Jewelers talking text lines. Brandon, you're on the point after. Yeah, what's going on, Bobby man? <clears throat> I, I'm just waiting on a notification that I, that I'm gonna get on Monday or two that they say that the Saints released Chris Harris. Huh. I don't understand how you feel on the team. To me, I'd much rather have Ken Crawler. Just call anybody up. I'd much rather have a rookie cornerback than an old veteran slow cornerback. Another thing, uh, Dennis Allen, you know, when when, when Sean Payne was the coach, Dennis Allen was probably that what that coach would a player go to when they're afraid to go to Sean Payne. He was the player coach. That's why I feel like there's no discipline. The player, I don't feel like the player plays hard for him as they play with Sean Payton. I agree. And uh, and, and, and one, my, one, one last thing. Hey, right now, Andy Dalton is the best quarterback on the team, and that's a bad thing. Yeah. That's a bad thing. Yeah, I'm right. saying that Andy Dalton the best quarterback on the that is That's bad. So uh-huh. we got to go back to the drawing board. And, and Good point. Game, I, I found myself rooting for Cleveland Brown. Because I just, I just feel when we have a hope to make the playoff, if somebody keep losing, then we lose then. But now, we don't deserve in the playoff, man. If we get in the playoff, it's going to be a first-round bye anyway. So it don't even matter no more. So now I'm just watching these games just because I'm a fan. Right, right. And, 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 I, and, you know, Brandon, you make a great point uh, because, listen, Chris Harris, uh, his day in the sun is over. He was once a stud. Yeah. But he was a stud like seven, eight years ago when, when he was at like a, a, an all-pro level. Not just pro bowl, but like all-pro. But right now – what do you think the Tampa Bay game plan? They pick they pick it on Chris Harris. If he's in the game and they're reading man to man coverage, okay, who is he guarding? And they're going after him. And then Every the one time. they and, and you remember then and then he hits uh, the, the receiver out of bounds. He got he got turned around, spinning around. He got burned, and he was so mad personal he called out to me personal foul. So no, uh, Chris Harris is gonna. Uh, they always attack the weak link, and even at times, Tyron Matthew is in that situation like Chris Harris. Well, when Marshawn Lattimore comes back, I think Chris Harris Jr. is gone. Yeah, and I, 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 Christian, you know, he was limited in practice. I could see Lattimore coming as going to be available Monday night against Tampa. Yeah, so. All right, back to your calls when we come back here on The Point After on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back here on The Point After, Saints lose 13-0, get shut out by the 49ers.
Bobby and Christian. Bobby, what's bugging you about today's game brought to you by J&J Exterminators, Louisiana's independent exterminating company? Well, I sound like a broken record, but I'm going to continue. Um, and I thought maybe we might have got one. Can we get a takeaway? <laughs> Christian, I was hooping and hollering with Paul Sidibo. Uh, look at that interception. Well, it was Lante Taylor. Uh, not, not what I said, but I mean, Alante Taylor. And uh, it don't count. So I, I don't know. It's kind of. I mean, that's why I'm not going to go with dudes and say I just want to be even. I want to be on the plus side somehow. Uh, not. Well, Chris, I don't know if I've ever witnessed a season. Now it's not over. Uh, that if we're going to stay, we might we might stay double digit minus. You know, single digit minus is not good, but we minus 14 of the season. Uh, that, 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 no, uh, garbage. Christian, it, it's when you, when I look at that number, I, I'd say uh, no. Th- there's no way uh, you even sniffing 500 uh, <laughs> when you dead last in the turnover margin in the National Football League. Right back to Okunard Jewelers talking text lines. Chris in Mandeville, you're on the point after Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, go right ahead. Um, so. Chris, take us off speakerphone. Chris, Chris, take us off the Bluetooth or speakerphone, please. Yeah, yeah, so we can hear you better. Uh, All right, we'll go to Josh and West Monroe in the meantime. Wait, before, I I think, is he on still? Yeah, we're going to Charlie straighten him out. Okay. Josh and West Monroe, uh, you're on the point after, Josh. How's it going, man? All right, Josh. Yeah, I was just uh, wanting to call in saying about Tyler Huntley, Mike White, Zappe, or the guy in Washington, those are all quarterbacks I think the Saints could win with. But the deal is, you got Michael Thomas over here. If you did the math on his contract, it's like he's sitting it out, his whole contract being injured. Can we get a first-rounder in this coming upcoming draft that we don't have for Mike Thomas? I don't know. It's kind of frustrating no. to, to be a fan and watch that. Right. Nobody's uh, giving you a first-round draft. Marshall, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the only thing, Josh, did not given – that's why I wanted Michael Thomas to come back and play – and play at a high level, then the Saints have some leverage if they want to deal them and maybe, uh, I don't know, get a first round. Right now, whoa, whoa, whoa. Absolutely. But, but you're not going to get anything because he's damaged goods. And, and, and no, he's going to yeah. play. He's going to play again, but you're not going to get the value that uh, of his ability. You know, like a first round draft contract. pick. The, the only yeah. time, Josh, the only time we're we getting a first round draft pick would be for Sean Payton right now. Now, now that. You better that, get a couple for him. Now, yeah, Sean Payton has that kind of stroke. So uh, and he's on the contract. Right. Uh, so we could, That's where we could be compensating with a first round draft pick is Sean Payton on your Christmas now, list. On your Christmas list for Santa, Josh, you should be. You should contract? have on the list that Sean Payton gets back in coaching in twenty twenty three. Yeah, and, and and I think that's, he's itching yeah. and he wants to. Now, what you're saying, um, Josh? You were saying uh, about the uh, the uh, Lattimore deal too. Uh, you know, it shows how important he is to our team. With him being gone, I hope he comes back against Mike Evans. Yeah, 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 because he has Mike Evans' the number. The, the the only guy that I, I that I saw or I, I, I've witnessed uh, uh, giving Marshawn Lattimore to business is Justin Jefferson of the Vikings. Anybody, any yeah. Saints receiver, I've watched him in practice or even in other games. No, Marshawn Lattimore, when he's going against the best, he can hang. The only game that I saw him get burnt uh, and it was precise route running was Justin Jefferson when we played – in England, then that was this year. Other than that, uh, L- L- Lattimore's yeah. uh, one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. 
So we need him for sure. Yeah, and so what about Tyler Huntley in Baltimore, that backup quarterback for Lamar Jackson? Man, I think he'd be a great fit for New Orleans. You mean, but the, yes. uh, the, you'd rather have like a veteran than like uh, than, uh, than drafting a quarterback for the future? Uh, well, oh, I'd rather have Huntley there right now. Over who? He can run. He over, can pass. Over he who, to, Josh? Uh, battle with oh, Aaron oh, 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 over Andy Dalton. Huntley. Yeah, he'd like rather have Huntley. Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, the thing is, uh, you know, some fans take the approach. Uh, so let's say. They're moving on to next year, and they still don't have the quarterback of the future. And I said, well, Andy Dalton would be a good soldier. would always be a bridge guy. And that doesn't mean you're going to win anything. But, uh, but Josh, they have a lot of fans that say, well, you know, if we're not if we're really playing for the future and we don't know the future quarterbacks on the team, why not let Taysom Hill uh, start every game of quarterback? You talk about a guy like Hunley running around. I mean, look, I mean, maybe – you might be able to witness that uh, Taysom Hill, if he's having to throw 30 times a game, might not be accurate enough. But he threw a, a pretty nice deep ball today. Uh, now, uh, you know, it was only you – know, we've asked Taysom maybe to throw a handful of passes throughout a game. But, Josh, if you're talking about Hundley and his ability, it seems like you'd be on board with Taysom Hill at quarterback. Oh, I'm definitely on board with Taysom. They just won't give him the shot full time. He's not going to do as well if you're putting him in, out, in, out, you got to let him be the quarterback, let him know he's the man every Sunday, and I think we do all right with Taysom because Sean Payton said he's the next Steve Young. Yeah, but Sean Payton wouldn't say that now. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, you know, because uh, Sean Payton's not perfect. Now, he would say he wants Taysom Hill on his team, and uh, and he would utilize him a lot of different ways, uh, kind of like uh, what you saw that, um, you know, the, the Rams game and how Sean used him even with uh, Drew Brees. Uh, th- that uh, he would want to Taysom Hill. He even told jokes with Mickey Loomis that he would take Taysom Hill's contract uh, uh, off of him. You know, if you have a trouble uh, with that big contract, Taysom Hill uh, is getting paid. I-, I-, I could take him off your hands and-, and stuff. So, no, Josh, I'm telling you, Taysom, and with his age right now, how old is he, like 32, 33? No, is- Taysom Hill, he is what he is. He's going to be a plug-and-play guy. I think the most snaps you're going to see him is what occurred against the Rams game where he could get 30% as, as a quarterback. But it's not going to be 100%. It's not going to happen. And uh, uh, all I know is he ain't hook-slided today a couple of times. I saw Hardy was running against the 49ers, and he ain't half-stepping. If they block for Taysom Hill, uh, no, there's no harder runner and how productive he could be uh, doing that role. All the way out to Santa Clara, California. Steve uh, on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Go ahead, Steve. You're on the point after. Hey, guys. I was at the game today, and there was a lot sorry. of Saints fans. Who, it was, I know. There was a lot of Saints fans there. We were really excited. When they overturned that call on Olave and they said he didn't catch it, you could feel everyone's attitude change, and – with the Saints, they're they're very cerebral, especially uh, Andy Dalton. It's like he's in his head. We need some passion. We need some excitement. I don't know what's going on, but it doesn't feel like there's a true leader who's going to get those guys and get the, get into their heads and say, "Hey, guys, let's do this." Boom. So if they're going to keep if they're going to keep running that way, then guess what's going to happen? They're going to they're going to lose from here. They're going to lose from there. Who knows who's going to lose next? They right. don't have that guy that they trust as get everyone in line. Well, they don't, they don't have that uh, fire in the belly and, um, 
I mean, it's not everybody's personality, uh, but, but I agree with you. That's a great point you make, uh, that you look at the Alave uh, play, uh, that was the catch that was, to me, called, uh, I mean, I don't know, like Dennis Allen said, what's a catch? But I He's guess you got you, you got to finish the catch. But uh, they called it incomplete. And to me, that was a game changer. And the momentum uh, totally changed. Now, you can't dwell on that play, but I think it was that significant. Uh, from that point on, it, it seems like the ball was never bouncing away after that. Chris in Mandeville, what's going on, Chris? You're on the point after. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, go right, go right ahead, Chris. Um, so, so like I was, like I was saying, like Pete Carmichael, it, it was pitiful. But this is a continued trend. We've won four games this year, and the four games we've we've won, our offenses look, you know, okay. We, we looked okay against the Seahawks. The Rams looked okay. Uh, the Raiders we looked good, and then the Falcons was was a was a bad game for us all the way to like the last five minutes of the game, right. literally. So, so that's that's he's been here for for since the Super Bowl. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. He's been here a long time, and, and and we've seen no no sign of of of, of production. Where like like we like we've been here, we're anemic. We're completely anemic at offense. But you have to look at it like we have no playmaking. Our quarterback, and we don't we're not we're not star studded at quarterback. I mean, we got an aging aging bad game manager and Jameis Winston. I mean, come on, we're not we're not playing good anywhere. We're not making plays. We got our our leader. Of the offense, or the veteran of the offense, I guess you could say, Alvin Kamara. He's thrown the ball four times in the last ten games. This is worst streak of his career, probably. We got Mike Thomas, who hasn't played. In, I mean, in the last three seasons, almost. I mean, it's, it's it's and you know, what, who knows about his ankle? But but Jawan Johnson dropping dropping balls all day. Our O line looks pitiful. We have injuries, but it's it's ridiculous. We have defense, like we have Martin Tyron Matthew, who we signed. And as long as Jarvis Landry, as well as Jarvis Landry, they're not making plays. These guys are veterans. Well, they old, they old. The only thing is, I, I think Jarvis could still count on him, but I think uh, Tyron Matthew, he's just he's gotten old fast, like Chris Harris. Maybe not as old as Chris Harris, but he's not the same Honey Badger. Uh, and then uh, Landry, I think he could be a serviceable, but like I think like a three number three receiver. And then Chris, I see also you wanted to talk about. Uh, the player, the rookies, Trevor Penning. I was like, please take him out of the game. Whoever he has to block, he's not blocking. Then did, did he look in over his head? Now I know it's his first game, and we're putting him in there in bits and pieces. But Christian, talk about the weak link. Number seven, the reporting for uh, as eligible. Eligible for what? El- eligible not to block? No, no uh, Chris. Whoo. His first game, he's not going to tell his grandkids about this. He was a liability. Yeah, he'll get better. He'll get no, better. no, no. But no, they want to throw him out there. Yeah. But 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 Christian, uh, to, to be to put him in there right now instead of Jalen Hurts, uh, there's no way. Uh, no, uh, no Jalen Hurts' job is secure. No, for this because year. I think Penning would want to maul you, but he he would get dogged in the pass protection. All right, we'll step away and wrap up. The point after next here. If you're on hold, we'll try to squeeze you in. This is the point after on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. All right, back here on the point after Saints lose 13 to nothing shutout uh, for the first time in 332 games. Right back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text lines. Grand Isle. And, all right, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification first. Donna and Grand Isle on our Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text lines. You're on the point after, Donna. Hey, um, I was just curious. With Dennis Allen had been, he he was a defensive coordinator, right? Right. And Sean Payton was the uh, offensive coordinator. Offense. Yeah, he, exactly. Okay. Plus, he was head coach. 
do you think maybe that's why we have a better defense than an offense? Or can Dennis Allen do them both like Sean no. Payton did? No, no. Sean, 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 Sean had nothing to do with the defense, Donna. Uh, uh, if the defense did well on the Dennis Allen uh, before Sean Payton left the Saints, it was all Dennis Allen. Now, Sean Payton might want to know what y'all do in the game plan. And the same thing right now. If the offense struggles, that's all Pete Carmichael and the offensive coaching staff. That has nothing to do with Dennis Allen. Now, if the defense is struggling, that is Dennis Allen. Overall, how you lead the team, no, that's Dennis Allen. Now, you can take the Bill Belichick approach where Bill Belichick has – He's a defensive guy, but has called offensive plays for the Patriots. That's just all the experience as of, as of late. That, that, he did it early in, one time early in his career. Yeah, and yeah. then here lately. Well, when when he started out, his background is on defense, and yeah. and he figured out. Uh, but now look, look but the, the, the Patriots where they have three different offensive coordinators. Yeah, it's, it's like kind of so, by committee. Yeah, but, but what's interesting, Bobby, is that. As a defensive coordinator, you would think that, or as a defensive mind, you would think you'd have a keen understanding of the offensive game because you're game planning against that, right? So maybe looking at it from a contrarian view, I, that's where I think Bill Belichick probably has, why he has some success or understanding of it is because he's been so masterful as a defensive guy attacking offenses. Well, then why uh, great defensive coordinators like Wade Phillips or Vic Fangio never worked out? Right. Or, or why, like, you know who else? I mean, to me, it was unbelievable. Helped us win a Super Bowl, Greg Williams. Right, yeah. Well, Greg Williams was a great motivator, a great defensive mind. But, I mean, head coach, I mean, he had different opportunities that didn't quite work out. I don't know. And I think even today, it seems like new owners and all that or, or new franchises. All offense. Yes, that they're going the offense. They, they still want a top defense, but they don't necessarily want that defensive coordinator to be the head coach. You know, more an offensive mind to be the right. head coach. Yeah, that, that, that was the trend. I mean, Todd Bowles got a job as defensive. He was defensive coordinator. He's now head coach, Dennis Allen. But, yeah, there was a trend there for about two years, in particular after Sean McVay. I mean, if you had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay, you pretty much had a head coaching job. Yeah, and, and, and then uh, the, you, you look at the, the head coach uh, with the Dolphins and the success he's had. Mike Daniels. Mike Daniels, okay, uh, offensive mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you, you, you look at uh, Shanahan, uh, okay. Uh, now, the only guy that's different is um, – the head coach of the Eagles. Nick Sario? Uh, 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 with, with the Eagles. Nick Sariano. Yeah. Yeah, he is, to me, I don't know, he's like a John Harbaugh, kind of like a special teams guy. But he might be a great communicator. Yeah, but he, he learned a little offensive football under Frank Wright. Yeah, okay, but then Frank Wright got run out of town. I mean, I you know, it's, I mean. It's Frank about, Wright was also the offensive coordinator for the Eagles when they when won they the won Super Bowl. When they won the Super Bowl. But then, uh, but then who gets the credit? Doug Peterson. Sure. And then Doug Peterson now, it looks like uh, he, he's turned around the Jacksonville Jaguars compared to Urban Meyer. Yeah, well, I mean, in that situation. That's no surprise. You know I called that when, when Urban Meyer, I don't know if you remember this, but when Urban Meyer was hired, I said he won't make it through the year. You, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, and th- that, uh, listen, uh, Nick Saban couldn't make it with the Dolphins. Steve Sparty couldn't make it with the Washington Redskins. Lou Holtz couldn't make it with the New York Jets. Urban Meyer couldn't make it with the ja- Jacksonville Jaguars, and they are outstanding, great college coaches. No, it's a different animal, the pros, and how you motivate and, and, and lead man-to-man versus uh, you're going to do what I say. you got to communicate it and get things done. Last time the Saints were shut out, Charlie Long was three years old. Thank you for your uh, help today, Charlie. We appreciate it. Boy, I'm Christian Garrett. Old, that's really a lot. I know. Semper Fi, I'm out. Bobby, do you think? All right. Bon de les gens. Good night, people. Who that? Go Saints. It's still do or die. We've got to beat the Bucks Monday night. Next Monday. 
hopefully that's the case. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.